Tony Solano here. Be sure to keep your arms, legs, and chiclets, the gum, inside the ride at all times. Happy Halloween and enjoy Robert Land. <laughs> Land. That's right, your favorite not-safe-for-work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phenologist, all I do. What is up, everyone? Man, Robtober is in balls deep, full effect, and it's exciting. It's our over-month-long celebration of Halloween. Uh, we have talked to scare actors. We have talked to... All sorts of ghouls and goblins, and it's real fun, guys, because let me tell you, Halloween is up there. Halloween is probably my favorite holiday. I mean, other than Arbor Day. (laughs) No, uh, look, Keith Carey, uh, friend of the show, great comedian, uh, co-host of uh, This Is Not A Show, Uh, great, great dude, big fan of Halloween. Uh, We played a snippet of me and Keith's conversation about horror mazes and Halloween on the first episode of Robtober, but we're going to have the full thing. Um, We recorded over the phone. It's a pandemic. You do what you got to do, folks. And uh, I had fun, so I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Uh, But uh, that's not it, guys. We've got a whole shebang of stuff, man. Uh, This Halloween season's been uh, fun. I've revisited a lot of horror films that I personally love, like the Alien series, or uh, all of the um, uh, the fucking slasher films and and all that stuff, but it's funny, watching Aliens, uh, the Alien 3, directed by David Fincher, you know, of course, went on to do Fight Club, Benjamin Button, Social Network, all the seven, all these huge movies. His first movie was Alien Three, and uh, I gotta say that movie was very polarizing when it came out. From what I remember, people had mixed feelings about it, and I feel like it's an underrated movie. But what a nightmare that movie is, especially if you were Ripley. Imagine being Ripley and waking up the hunk that you thought you'd be with. You know, Hicks from Aliens, Michael Bean is dead. You're your kind of surrogate daughter, Newt, is dead. And then you're on a planet full of disgustingly British rat-faced uh, inmates. Like, oh my god, Ripley, thank god you arrived! Wow, a human female, oh god! Yeah, it, it, what a nightmare that is. Um, but I think it's a great movie. Aliens, the gods were looking down on those movies, the filmmaking gods. And uh, they actually almost had an Aliens ride, which became Alien Encounter at Disney World in Florida. Uh, classic scary as fuck ride that only was around for a few years, unfortunately. But uh, they said that Alien part of the great movie ride at Disney World, which is so insane to think that Aliens is at a Disney park, but also rad. And... Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's a crazy time. We're in it, and you're in it, guys. So get ready. We're going to talk theme parks. We're going to talk Halloween, all that jazz. I'm stoked. I'm toked. I'm midnight joked. Uh, but right now, we're going to go to probably my favorite segment of the show, which is 
our legions and legions of loyal listeners and fans leave voicemails of their favorite theme park memories and play it right here on the show. So, guys, without further ado, your theme park memories. Enjoy. Theme park memories. My spookiest Halloween on record was when I was nine years old. My mother took me to the spooktacular Halloween event at Six Flags. I snuck away, got lost, and found myself in the underbelly of the amusement park. Suddenly, I found before me all the prizes and games I had always longed for but was never able to win at the bottle toss or the basketball shot. I grabbed as many of the giant stuffed teddy bears as my nine-year-old arms could carry. Perhaps my greed had awakened the spirit of Halloween or it had triggered something far more sinister. But when I looked back, I saw one of the skeleton decorations start to move a little bit. The skeleton walked toward me, gaining on me. But this wasn't one of the ordinary-looking plastic skeletons. This one was very realistic, perhaps made from real bone. And the skeleton itself was covered with this meat and organs wrapped in skin. And on top of the skin was a security guard's uniform. And his face was the face of pure evil. Where are your parents, he called out. Who knows what sinister intentions he had for them. I responded by heroically soiling my pants and weeping. Theme Park Memories. Hey, so my name is Tyler Riggers, and this is a story about my first time on Splash Mountain. So, I went to Disneyland for the first time when I was, I think, about seven years old, maybe. Um, which I feel like is the perfect age for uh, Disneyland. Because you still you still have that magical wonder, but you're not old enough to be, like cynical and jaded about stuff or an angsty teen so this is prime Disneyland age for me um, and I really wanted to go on Splash Mountain the whole time and I remember finally getting there uh, and I was really excited to see all the cartoon characters and stuff in it and like the talking animals and um, we get there and I was like I had a lot of trepidation though because I didn't I was afraid of the end like the giant log plume when it falls down at the end of the ride you kind of you're taking a log and then it goes off like a waterfall cliff thing in case you guys aren't familiar like and it splashes down um so i was really nervous and i was hoping i like i a was scared and i b didn't want to get wet so i was hoping that we get put in the back of the uh, log ride and i remember getting there and it looked like we had a pretty good shot because we were like lined up to get in the back of the seat but then it uh the um right before like we started to load the log ride moved up another slot so then we went from being in the very back of one log ride log to the very front of the other one so my dad and i are in the front and i'm just like oh no oh no and so the whole ride i'm worried about like crashing at the end and I can hardly enjoy the singing animals um and so we get to the end of the uh vlog ride and you can kind of tell even if it's your first time when the like end is and when you're going to go over this giant waterfall and the animals are kind of like look out and um so it's coming up and so I decide to like try to hide so I put my head under like the dashboard of the front of the log basically so I bend my head down and I put my head under it so I'm hoping like maybe I won't get wet and maybe I'll be more protected and I do that just as we crest over the top of the thing and the log goes down it hits the bottom 
and my head, I, my head bounced up and the back of it hit the like enclosed part of where the kind of the dashboard of the log and it hurt really bad and then uh, the funny thing was we went to look at the pictures of the ride and I wasn't there it just looked like an empty seat because I was like hiding under the uh, the dash so that's my uh, that's my Splash Mountain story I was a big wimp Theme Park Memories. Hey Roberts, JP from uh, Life on Blast. And um, dude, I love theme parks, I love the show. Uh, I remember this time when I was 13, I went to the first Universal Halloween Hot. Uh, shit my pants. Yeah, I guess Flaming Hot Cheetos and uh, Starbucks coffee are no match to uh, jump scares. So, um, yeah. Theme Park Memories. Man, hope you guys love those theme park memories. I know I did. <laughs> right now, we're going to go to a word from our sponsor, then our theme park minute, and then me and Mr. Keith Carey. And be sure to uh, stay tuned at the end of the show. We're going to have a sneak peek at next week's program where I interview a demon, James Demon. But now, here it is, uh, uh, an advertisement. <laughs> Enjoy. This Halloween... Be prepared for something so evil. Jack, lantern, don't mind if I do. <laughs> something so evil you have to see to believe. I'm gonna give you a whole new definition for pumpkin seed. Forget Dracula. Forget Michael Myers. This Halloween, meet pumpkin fucker <laughs> I'm gonna stick my dick in your pumpkin that's, that's kind of my whole deal okay from the controversial filmmaking mind of Tony Coppola comes a pumpkin fucker like no other <laughs> here's a pumpkin carving tip <laughs> starring Michael Caine some men just want to watch the pumpkin get fucked. You better carve your pumpkin this year before he fucks your pumpkin. Pumpkin fucker. Rated R. Dick or treat? Welcome to another Theme Park Minute Halloween Edition! Filling in for the alleged pumpkin rapist, Zach Hellman, I'm John Shevsky. Did you know that there are just no bones about it? They use real human skeletal remains in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Well, when the ride first opened in 1967, the Imagineers wanted something very convincing, so they went to the UCLA Medical Center and borrowed actual human bones. Whatever you want to say about that, let's all be honest and accept that Disney is guilty of grave robbing. Back to you in the studio, Robert. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Well, here I am with me and Keith Carey. What's up, Keith? How you doing? 
I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? Oh, I am excited, man. It is our uh, Robtober. Uh, pretty clever there, I know. Uh, took I me- see what you did, because it's like October, but for Robs. Exactly. It took me... Um, 30 30 almost 34 years to think that up and i've never been more pleased with myself so uh i'm gonna pat myself <laughs> on the back uh but okay 34 years <laughs> like you're sitting there every october just like with a big whiteboard like there's gotta be something here <laughs> yes and it finally happened and i'm pleased to uh have you on the show man because i know if there's one thing i do know about you is you're a big fan of halloween and of mazes so, okay, there's a lot to cover. Uh, you, you know, grew up, we've, we've had you on the show before. We know that you're a, a theme park enthusiast. Uh, so when you, when you started going to the horror mazes, uh, I don't know if you were like me, but I had heard about these things like in legend. It was like, oh, yes. yeah, like scary farm. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it felt like this weird dark arts thing where it's like you might actually really get like it was like spoken up with such intensity as a kid because like, that theme park was such a safe place for it to be like oh there's like scandalous adult violence happening after hours <laughs> yeah it was like when people warned you of junior high like those wet those uh yeah those what is it the what do they do the dunking in the toilet what, what do they call that fuck cleveland the steamer swirly. the swirly yes the swirly the yeah, that's uh, that's on the Denny's menu, I think. Uh, but no. <laughs> so, okay. So you had heard about it. And uh, when did you finally go? Do you remember? Yeah, no, I remember exactly. Cause it's a very embarrassing story. Uh, <laughs> so I was uh, freshman. I, was, I think it was, it was the summer between eighth and ninth grade. And uh, they had this deal where at Carl's Jr. you could pay like 40 bucks and you got like a pass for the entire summer to Knott's Berry Farm. Uh-huh. And it included one ticket to uh, Scary Farm. Yeah. And I went and at that at that point all the uh, all the like grimy like Huspon kids from Orange County all hung out at Knott's Berry Farm. And that was like <laughs> the summer you could get in for nothing. So it was, yeah, there was like all these like fucking uh, this roving band of punks like that had just taken over the arcade over there by the dinosaur ride. That does sound very uh, punk, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, no, it was literally we all posted up. They had that uh, video game where you could play the drums, and we all thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah. So we just kind of took over that, and I had a lot of uh, a lot of fun experiences that summer. That's where I uh, made out with my first girl. Was on that dinosaur ride that summer. I uh, I got beat up there. A lot of fun shit happened. <laughs> But uh, but there was like a bunch of the you know the punk kids there were like oh we're gonna use the horror nights thing or whatever we're gonna go or the uh, scary farm and I was like a huge pussy as a kid like I was just terrified of, like I liked scary movies but I was terrified of everything oh yeah and I remember my uh, I remember telling my mom like I'm gonna go with my friends to the scary farm and she's like well like I, she genuinely said this she goes uh, are you are you sure you're not too much of a fag and I was like oh, that's a rude thing to say to your thirteen year old son. <laughs> Universal, 
Uh, and I like fell in love with it because I was finally done being in high school and I was finally a grown up. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, I, I had, the, I had a similar experience. I think Knott's, Knott's was the first one I went to, but I went with like wow. my buddy and this girl that he was trying to, uh, get with. And then these other wow. guys, but I think like what, what I was, I was genuinely, uh, petrified because, I, I like I'm you know I'm a visual person like I could look at the uh, clothes in my closet and make a goblin face you know at night like I right I, and and I'm it's totally me like I don't know how many times I've been at my you know dead grandpa's house and and like forced it upon myself to hear him you know Robert like it's 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 something that I like have done to myself being an imaginative just dork I I, I kind of scare the shit out of myself with my own imagination and when I went. Luckily, I went with a crew of people that were absolute just morons, just a, b- a bunch of goobers. Yeah, I went with this guy who's Czechoslovakian who um, his <laughs> this is I don't know why I'm, his brother died uh, imitating Fast and the Furious. So this is the crew that I was with. <laughs> and that, I mean, that sucks, but that rules. Yeah. <laughs> Right? I mean, what a way to go. Paul Walker, so it actually kind of worked out. <laughs> yeah. So, I went with them where they uh, continued to try to scare the scare actors. Um, right. You know, hit on girls horribly. It was just such uh, uh, a bunch of scoundrels. And it, 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 it definitely lightened it for me just to see that guy, like, be an idiot. It sort of took away, like, my fears. Because, uh, right. I, I mean, dude... Even Disneyland, the the tweaker witch uh, on Snow White, you know, um, yeah, she's scared. The f- I mean, I don't know why she isn't at Seven Eleven right now, um, hanging out, but, yeah. <laughs> but that that would scare the shit. Buy me a forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. I'm trying to get some scratchers to feed my kids. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely belongs there, and that should be the new audio, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But so I. <laughs> Which way to the Garden Grove Methadone Clinic? <laughs> Man, I I don't know that that's always got to me. So I I kind of got lucky, and I was with those people. Um, so like there is there is so many mazes that I'm sure we've we've gone through at this point. But um, I I had like a list of rules that I thought, and I want to see if you agree with me on this. Like for when you go okay. with people to horror nights, to any of these yeah. horror events. Okay, so this is like a list of rules that I made. Um, all right, tips for going to theme park horror events. Best strategy on scare nights is is leaving early. You know the crowds, dude. Ha- the crowds are not going to wait for you. Oh, is Robert not here? I better not go on Stranger Things. Like, how many times yeah, is it, mean- dude? I. So I will say this, my, my, my policy on, on when I go in terms of how I handle them changes park to park. Because uh, uh, Knott's Berry Farm is generally, Knott's is usually less insane. I usually go on a Thursday, uh-huh. so it's less crowded. And uh, Knott's is very much, I go with like all my OC guys who I only see like once or twice a year, like sort of my old high school buddies. Mm-hmm. So it's much more for me of like a, it's like a social hang. We don't hit everything. We don't hit everything. Universal, yeah. though, I go in with, like, you have to go to Universal with, like, a military attack plan. Yeah. Like, dude. you go for the early entry, you hit everything on the back button first, then you go back through. I get the front of the line pass to make sure I can do most of it twice, but I still go two hours early. Like, I'm real, uh, real militant about Universal, because those lines are insane. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is if you're going to go to the uh, like if you're going to the extent of actually paying the money to go to Universal Studios, I guess this list is kind of more just towards Universal because Knott's Berry Farm, you're right. It's not as I think it's just because there's more mazes you can get two more you can do more at knots there's more mazes and i think there's more i think more people it's more reasonably priced yeah so i think a lot more people who go just go to knots you know like it's people who are like oh i'm gonna go on all the rides and then go hit a maze or two like there's less pressure on it yeah versus universal it's like there's like eight of them and there's fifty thousand people there every night yeah it's insane and i've done that the first few times i went to universal it 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 was a bummer because I'd go with like a, a big group, which is the next thing. Like, don't go with the big group if you no. <laughs> like. That is the uh, that is like the sign of not getting anything done. I mean, if you want to get like your money's worth, because to me, like at this point, like we're busy uh, around, like we're you know trying to do stand up or. Uh, music, like fucking October is an insane month. And if I don't get to do at least one like horror event, I feel like, I feel like that's my Halloween is going to Universal Horror Night. So I totally am with you. 100%. Yeah. It's like, this is it. So you want to, you want to make the most of it. And especially like being like fans of movies and stuff. It's just the, the movie magic that they have at Universal. Uh, it's just so uh, rad, and you want to get that whole experience in. But yeah, big groups is always the fucking worst because you get there, and then it's like, oh well, Herbert isn't here, uh, which we shouldn't be hanging out with anyone named Herbert. It just sounds like a bad sign, anyways. <laughs> you got to wait in the front game for an hour for the asshole to park. Oh, dude! And it's like, oh, you know, fucking everybody has to pee at different times, and someone wants a churro, and it's uh, yeah, I, I, I found in my experience, it's like. Four is like the perfect amount. Oh yeah, four, four works. Any more than four, you're you're running into trouble. Yeah, yeah. Because then you got to wait to like, oh, I can't go into Medea Saves Christmas Maze or whatever, whatever, the, whatever the maze Uncle Pam you know wants to see, uh, or my cousin you know doesn't want to go in the Jason Maze because their ex was a hockey player or whatever. Like, the, there's yeah, you want to keep it minimal. Um, okay, so be prepared to be to be scared. Like, yeah, yeah. don't be surprised if you if you get your ass scared because it's supposed to be scary. And so if if someone just isn't into it, like, I mean, sadly, I think, you know, I, I brought an ex-girlfriend to Horror Nights who who gave me the warning that she was terrified. But because I'm such a dork, I like tried to. Right. Have you done that, though? Have you actually brought someone that was not into it? Well, I'm trying. So I've never dated a woman who wanted to go to one of these things. Oh. I, uh, I have the worst. Uh, I have the worst luck with it. my current girlfriend. Uh, is secretly elated that Halloween was canceled this year because he doesn't have to deal with me trying to bully her into going. Um, and I had a, I had an ex who wouldn't go because she went once in Florida and got scared so bad she fell and broke her leg. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah. So it's uh, I've given up trying to bring significant others uh, if they're not into it. Uh, I went. I went twice to Universal uh, last year. It was really good. Yeah. And, uh, one of the times I went, I brought a friend of mine, uh, another comic, who like she was down to go hang out, but she's also like a puss. Mm-hmm. And I just made it very like me and uh, the other people made it very clear. Like, look, we're not going to force you to go in anything, but we're also not going to wait for you. So, like, I don't know. Hang out over here. We'll be back in an hour. Oh, dude. Uh, and, and eventually we got her into it and she went through some of the mazes and she actually had a good time, but it took a minute for her to uh, get acclimated to it. Like, she really was struggling. 
Yeah, I think you know that is that is a uh, like that. Yeah, don't bring people that are not going to be into it. You you got to Yeah, you got to treat it like it's. Uh, yeah, like it's the military. I think that's the best way to do it. Because I remember one year I went with. Uh, it's so funny because I went with my buddy who was a USC film student, and um, uh, some some Harvard writers. One of them writes for The Simpsons now. Uh, it, I like I. They don't know me well enough to ever hear this, but they were probably the most right. va- vapid, dense group of people. I mean, they were making like. Like, it was just the typical, like, oh, well, good thing Bush isn't here or he would say something dumb. It was just, like, the most common, like, jo- it was just, it was mind-numbing. Uh, and, uh, and it's funny, I love The Simpsons. Uh, but this was, like, just a very uh, disheartening trip because we had to wait for these people. And uh, it, it was, like, literally an hour and a half by the gate. And I'm watching all of these, you know, like like cholo dudes with iron maiden shirts having fun and i'm like so jealous and you know you're the fucking the the psycho music and you're getting and it's just such a letdown and we finally get in there and the first thing that all of these people that went to harvard want to go to uh is is the bill and ted <laughs> the bill and ted show oh which which was yeah. bill and Ted's Lord adventure. yeah yeah which which was like canceled oh, for Obama is most definitely a dude. <laughs> yeah, it was all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, we got to stop the Zionists, bro. No, I don't know. I don't know if they said something anti-Semitic or they had like a. a they, uh, they, yeah, they got canceled for just being in general vaguely rude comedy. I uh, the first year I went was like the year that got canceled, and uh, everybody was very bummed about it. I never got to see it. Oh, it was, it was like, yeah, I mean, it was exactly what you said. It's like the, ha- it was like the hanging show, you know, uh, knots with like the kind of, I love the hanging, like the hanging oh, is yeah. comedy, but I watch it every year. I hated it last year. What they, was it? They ended on the, they ended on this whole thing about like PC culture ruining comedy and in the end saying the hanging was over forever. And it was such a like, such a pouty, shitty, like, Ugh. Like, like if you want to make that kind of comedy, like make it. Like, but don't that be like, well, but they're not gonna love me. Like, no, shut up, just do it. If you want to do the offensive thing, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. Don't be, don't be a bitch and try and act like you're oppressed because <laughs> nobody wanted to hear your fucking, you know, Caitlyn Jenner wiener joke <laughs> in 2019. Yeah, like that's not. <laughs> it's not because the world wasn't ready for your hot fire. It's because you write jokes for a theme park stage show. Like <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny. We we had a I had Dustin on, and he talked about uh, one of the one of the last years that they did it. Like Cosby was potentially the person that they're going to hang. Obviously, right? Uh, they changed. Yeah, they didn't go with that for uh, obvious like many reasons. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> that's a that's an optics thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to go to Orange County and we'll get uh, Bill Cosby or anyone who looks like Bill Cosby getting the news. Like that's not going to feel great. Yeah. Well, I love that too. Like the Hangman Show. It's like they're pouting to like their own demographic. Like the people that are there would probably appreciate it or just know what it. You know, if you're in Buena Park around Halloween time, like right. yeah, you know you're going to get some some Caitlyn Jenner wiener jokes. You uh, know what's up? You're there, and I and I like that. Uh, Notch kind of has a little bit of that edge to it they're just like hey we're not universal we're cool we smoke here yeah like, exactly <laughs> well i uh so so the the i think that's probably all the rules i'd have is don't go in groups you know go be get there early 
yeah. you know, if you want to catch the Medea yeah. maze, which unfortunately is not real. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I would, I would go through that like a motherfucker. Oh, I think yeah. having a plan of attack is, is my biggest rule. It's just like know where you're going and know where you're going after that. Just have like two steps in front of you figured out. I need to get that uh, VIP thing, VIP pass. I mean, would you recommend dude, that? It rules so hard. It rules so hard. Like it's so expensive, but uh, you you only wait five minutes for the mazes. So like, what you do is you go early and you just hit as much shit as you can without because you only get one scan for each uh, maze. Uh huh. So you just go on as much shit as you can without. Uh, well, there's no lines like early. And then once the lines pick up, you just use it, and then you double back and hit the shit you already went on. So you get to do, at least, if you do it right, you do at least half the mazes twice. You can get on most of the rides before the park opens. It's uh, it's pretty tight. It, it really was a game changer. Yeah, I need to do that, man. Because I remember seeing Brandon Boyd uh, do that, and I was, uh, I was jealous. I mean, he's obviously like Brandon Boyd uh, on top of that. Vingibus, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> random, but I remember just being so yeah, I jealous. Can't the guy from Incubus can afford the more expensive universe. <laughs> yeah, should he be performing at like Sturgis right now, or I don't know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> should he be saying we don't need no fucking math before Smash <laughs> I forgot. I like looked at the lineup of that show, and it was so amazing. Um, it's like, why is all? I, I feel like we literally did. Did we? Do something wrong? Was there like a, a portal that we all like jumped into a couple years ago? Like every goofy person is doing stuff just even goofier, you know, like Screech doing porn or like Trump being president. Like all this stuff really is just a strange dimension uh, that we're in right now. I, I think <laughs> it's, like, once, once you stop being famous, this is a theory. Once you stop being famous for being like good at something and you start being famous for being a dumb asshole, yeah. you can't go back. Very hard. The only guy who's ever gone backwards really is like Robert Downey Jr. Like yeah. everyone else, you really got to double down. But Dennis Rodman's not going to like become a respected children's coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you know, Screech is not going to have a John Travolta ass career. Ride. You really got to ride the horse that got you there. Try to make your money before you OD. <laughs> no, totally, totally, man. Which uh, you know, speaking of uh, of heartbreak and uh, desperate. Uh, situations do you think like glory there's like a haunted glory hole somewhere i don't know this is something i've pondered before um i mean glory holes think of a dead guy comes through? <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know like or like you go to the glory hole and the, a tree branch like from the <laughs> evil dead tree comes <laughs> i mean glory holes are terrifying enough though you know like that's right yeah <laughs> you have no idea well, where there's holes an exercise in trust I feel like a ghost being there violating that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, uh, so I, you know, I you you worked at Disneyland, and there is a lot of ghost stories. Uh, speaking of uh, ghosts giving blowies and stuff, but there's a lot of ghost stories at Disneyland. I don't know if you do you know any ghost stories. I'm trying to get them out of people uh, at theme parks. I mean, I've heard kind of like basically anytime you heard about someone who died, you hear about them haunting the place they died. So like that, uh, what is now the fucking Star Wars launch bay used to be Interventions, used to be America Sings, uh, is supposedly haunted by the girl who worked there that got crushed between the building. Yeah. Uh, when it was rotating. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's supposedly, uh, a ghost that lives on the sec, like 
in the window of the Tower of Terror back when it was still that. I think it was just a flash of light and people kind of went the other way with it. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not a ghost guy, honestly. I don't really believe in ghosts, so it's hard for me to take them all that seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, uh, yeah, Godmother has seen ghosts or I mean, I'd love to right. like I want to see a ghost, you know, um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think I have either other than my my grandpa's voice, which I know is in my head. But uh, man, right. I, yeah, I think uh, right now I'd like to quiz quiz you on some of these uh, horror horror maze thingamajiggies. Um, all right. So. Who of these have not been hosts of Not Scary Farm? A. Elvira. B. Weird Al. C. Wolfman Jack. Or D. John Wayne Bobbitt. Oh shit! Because uh, I know two of those have. I know I know Elvira and uh, Wolfman Jack have done it because Wolfman Jack was like in the early era. Uh, and then Elvira has done it a few times. I, I saw Elvira do like uh, the live show there a few years back. She was great. Yeah, that show was awesome. Um, uh, I. What was the first one again? <laughs> so was, Weird Al and John Wayne Bobbitt. Yeah, yeah, Weird Al. It's got. It, the thing is, like, I don't even know why I'm entertaining John Wayne Bobbitt, but that like the '90s were terrible, so that actually makes. I think it's going to be John Wayne Bobbitt. It's the fake one. Okay, well, you are correct, sir. Uh, yeah, so there was no castration of uh, John Wayne Bobbitt spectacular, um, <laughs> which I could totally... I could t- can't you totally see <laughs> yes. the person in the 90s where you're looking at a camera and goes like, not scary, Farm, you'll lose your head. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, they'd have like uh, tarps. Like maybe they just like cut his dick off again <laughs> every day. Yeah, buy your tickets early so you don't get shafted. Wink, wink. <laughs> Yeah, but weird. I guess Weird Al was a uh, 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 host of the show. He did the whatever the main room, whatever that like Charles Schultz theater was called then. But yeah, Weird Al was I think followed Wolfman Jack and whoever that DJ was that did it originally. I forget his name. I don't know. Evil uh, John Yankovic McGillicuddy. I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> um, okay. So. Uh, this is the next question here. Let's see if we can we can get you. So you got one right now. All right. Uh, which extinct Knott's Berry Farm attraction was once home to mazes such as Curse of the Werewolf, Dead Man's Wharf, and Tox- Toxichem? Uh, okay. And this is... Oh, shit. This isn't multiple choice. This is just off the top of your dome. If you could think of... Oh, is it? Is it the bumper cars? Or is it uh, Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? I feel like it's one of those... Oh man, it, it is not, but it is the haunt, uh, the haunted shack. Um, oh, son of a bitch! Yeah, that's. I mean, it's kind of OG now because it's been it's been torn down for twenty years. Uh, right. But yeah, I, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's that's where they've had home uh, for those mazes. Um, gotcha. I know they did mazes in bumper cars for a while. Yeah, they I did. Yeah, well, yeah, well I know they did. They did a weird uh, Day of the Dead one in there that I remember being pretty cool. Yeah, dude, my, my favorite is the uh, not scary farm, the the Snoopy one. I don't think they have anymore, but the zombie maze, like the shoot them, the where you shoot the zombies. I yes, that, dude. Last year was the last year of that. That thing fucking ripped. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, dude, not scary farm is kind of like 
Taco Bell. Like when there's anything you like there, it's gone. Like <laughs> when you when you fall in love with it, like I don't know, I can yeah. still taste the volcano taco. You know, I I loved yeah, the volcano taco was great. It should have been a permanent fixture to the Taco Bell. Menu. Yeah, I don't know, man. Taco Bell it's better like, than the Doritos tacos. Yeah, is is uh, is. Uh, Fucking what, what's Game of Thrones dork? Is he writing those? Uh, what's his name? Fucking Tolkien. <laughs> George R. R. Martin. Yeah, George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah, I think he's writing Taco <laughs> Bell's <volcano> wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which sadly, Everyone we love has been Baja blasted. <laughs> no, I could I could see that definitely happening. I I love I love that everyone like holds the uh, Game of Thrones dude. Uh, fucking George R. R. Martin in such high regard, and I think you know it's great. I do. I did enjoy Game of Thrones, and I was like, man, once they stopped doing the original material, like that's when it really tanked. It's when the series tanked. But to me, it's like, dude, well, the guy's fucking finished writing it. Like this guy's lazy. Right. Like I don't know what's going on with George R. R. Martin. Yeah, you- <laughs> like well, you- I know exactly what's going on. He's rich now. Yeah, he give a shit, and that's fine. <laughs> you're allowed to. You're allowed to be lazy. Rich. That's what we're all working towards. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just love though his explanation for stuff because I, I think he's like a brilliant writer. But I love when you hear him speak because he's like from like uh, New York. So he and he sounds like you know a dude from just from like Long Island. You know, like like a just a, yeah. a dude to be like a Met game like shit talking kids. You know, because I'll be like, so what was the inspiration between you know uh, behind the Red Witch? And he'll be like, well, you know, she's. She's a broad that wears red, and she she does wicked stuff. <laughs> it's just like yeah, she got like a fucking big sword, dude, and she fucking cuts people up. It's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw a lady on the L train. I don't know what that is. the L train Chicago. I don't know my fucking. There's an L train in New York. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is not enough for me to finish that riff. Uh, but I uh, <laughs> George R. R. Martin, he's That's the best. Good. May may he rest in peace. No. Um, so this is this is the last of these uh, of the quiz here. What film has not yeah. been adapted to Universal Horror Nights? What movie has uh, not e, been adapted? He is Halloween Adventure. <laughs> okay. Not yet, sir. It is a Jordan Peele's Us. B Resident Evil Escape from Raccoon City. C The Pest with John Leguizamo, where you're forced to watch the All right, pest. Well. Over- <laughs> Keith, how do you, dude? You don't know, man. They had the pest maze in Universal Singapore. It was a smash hit. <laughs> I know. What's funny is, for a second, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be an actual trivia question." I'm like, "Ah, fuck, there it is." <laughs> yeah, I like to do the, the the most obvious wrong answer last. It's uh, it's a cheap yeah. joke. Uh, it's like my version of the uh, jump scare, uh, but. Dude, it's it's always fun talking to you, man. And uh, you know, by the way, being you know twenty twenty, the end of the world. Do you have plans for Halloween this year? Do you have anything you're concocting or thinking of? Not a, not currently. I know there's a couple drive-through haunt things, so I'm gonna do some recon on those. Yeah, they're doing the L.A. Haunted Hayride. They're doing a drive-through version. And in San Dimas, um, right? I think it's not going to be a Griffith. I uh, think- or is it? I think so. And then they're doing, and they're doing one at the OC Fairground as well. Okay. Um, and then they're doing some Stranger Things thing, but it's literally sold out till January, so that uh. one is out. Uh, but yeah, so I don't, I, I don't have any concrete plans, but I'll do something. Yeah, man. I I know that uh, it's kind of trippy, but there is like a Horror Nights thing 
in Universal Florida, of course, but it's like day mazes. It's like uh, they have, and, and they, I, I guess how they're doing is they're giving people glow sticks to assist team members in like differentiating parties to maintain social distancing. And uh, I guess, okay. yeah, and so like, yeah, you go and like you hold a glow stick with your party, but it's like it sounds like the the mazes they do have. It's like during the day, and they're those mazes that you would totally skip over at the beginning. All the dum dums would go to, you know, like the DJ right. Dracula maze or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, which is my favorite part of the the night when like you see uh, that the you know Dracula dubstep maze is at like two hundred and fifty minutes. <laughs> like, you guys, there's nothing good in there. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, I guess like they uh, they wear masks underneath their masks, uh, and there's like plexiglass. So that's how I, they do I that. I find that mildly offensive. In the, <laughs> like, like if we're gonna do the thing, let's fucking do the thing, and if we're not, let's not. But let's not do a shitty version of it. Yeah, as like a cash grab. Like I get they got to make money and they got to do something, but it's like at that point, just do horror nights in Florida. You know what I mean? Like, just Florida doesn't give a shit. They're doing whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking, uh, just, just, I'll go probably. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the the Smash Mouth maze is being built right now, and uh, they're ready to <laughs> <laughs> you know, start it themselves. But uh, no, dude, always great talking to you, man. And uh, you know, be uh, be safe out there. And uh, hopefully, when all this is uh, through, we can all uh, go and join hands and kumbaya in a, a nice horror maze. Um, I like that very much, man. Yeah, thanks heck for, yeah, uh, dude. Thanks for having me. Have yourself a, a festive October. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, Keith. Talk to you All soon. Later, buddy. All right. Bye. Boy, hope you guys loved that combo with me and Keith Carey. I know I did. <laughs> well, here it is. A sneak peek of next week with me and Mr. James Demon. Enjoy. Yeah, the Illuminati is very silly. Yeah, yes. yes, they are. Yes. They're very silly characters. Yes. Uh, they're a uh, riot. Have you, so, uh, Mr. Demon, you know, you've worked at a hotel, you do stand up comedy. Um, have you uh, been a theme park fan? Of course. Yeah, yeah. In my human form as a child, where I grew up in Cleveland, there's Which a is very, very scary. Famous, oh, very scary. <laughs>
Jesus' name.